0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So you think, again, they learned something from their uh, electoral drubbing on Tuesday, these liberal hack Democrats? Nope, nope, they haven't learned nothing at all. Matter of fact, uh, that this sleazy, rotting bag of bones in the White House uh, took the opportunity yesterday to double and triple down with the double-barreled middle finger to America and say, you vote against my agenda? Now I'm going to double down and force you guys all to take this jab or fine you $13,000, up to $100,000 per business. They don't care. They don't care about you. I told you from the start, they hate your guts. This administration, and it is time to fix it. Elections won't solve this by themselves. It is time for mass disobedience on a scale they have never seen before. It's your country. Take it back. Stand up. Stand proud. There are more of us than them. We don't work for these idiots. They work for us, and don't ever forget it. Relicist fight. I swear I was born for this, and so were you got a lot to cover today. Vaccine mandates, huge arrest in the Spygate scandal, your questions, a lot more. I protect my data with a VPN. Do you? You should. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today and pick up one. Welcome to the damn Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. We've got that. Vaccine mandates. Biden getting caught lying again. This rotting bag of bones in the White House cannot tell the truth about anything. That $450,000 payment's To a legal story, that's all garbage. His press secretary yesterday, well, it's not garbage. We're only uh, disputing the amount right now. This guy is a freaking liar. He can't tell the truth about anything. All right, Biden lying. Democrats lying. shocker. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. survival rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry US Survival Rifle. All right, Joe. It's Friday. <laughs> didn't even have to say, uh, didn't have to say, let go. I'm using <laughs> yeah. um, my uh, thank you to my friend Cat Turd, by the way. He <laughs> happens to be awesome on social media. Using his mug it's today. Cool. Yeah. You know, huh? Very good, man. Oh. Salute to our buddy, Cat Tur. Cat We love you. He gets more stuff trending on the Twitter than Twitter can itself. So Biden lies. There's a, one of, of two possible scenarios here, ladies and gentlemen, because I like to give you both because we do actual reporting here, unlike the fake news uh, media out there. There's a lot of things going on with Biden, but there's only one of two possible solutions about the things he's lying about, the vaccine mandates, his payments to illegals, right? Biden is either lying or he has no idea what's going on. Candidly, I'm not kidding. I'm not sure which one it is. I have heard from people on the inside um, that Joe Biden is in extremely bad shape and it has been degenerating, as I told you a while ago, uh, quickly. So I'm candidly not sure what's worse. That Biden just lies about vaccine mandates, he lies about these payments, or he's not lying and he genuinely doesn't know what's going on. Therefore, we have a commander in chief with a nuclear football who's peeing himself and has no idea who he is. I- I'm really I'm not I'm not trying to be silly about it. What's worse, that he's a liar, a a, a grotesque liar to the people he's supposed to be serving. Or he just doesn't even know what's going on and therefore isn't lying. He just doesn't. I don't know what's worse. We're going to talk about three things. These Biden lies. We're going to expose them and give you the information you need to go forward. The vaccine mandate lie. The payments to illegals lie. And the we want to tax the rich lie. All lies, all busted yesterday. Let's go number one first. Let's go to number one first. Here is Joe Biden. Uh, Just what was it? When uh, this is during the transition period, I believe. He was asked by Peter Ducey from Fox News. Hey. What are you going to do about a vaccine mandate when you waltz into the Oval Office there? And here's Joe Biden saying, oh, no, no vaccine mandate for us. Again, liberals, I know this is hard for you to process. This is Joe Biden's own words. It's not my interpretation of them. Here's Joe Biden saying, no vaccine mandates, not doing it. Check this out. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. Mandatory, which, of course, is a. uh, The root of that is mandate. So he says, no, I don't think they should be made mandatory vaccines. Well, of course, that changed uh, yesterday where Joe Biden put out his guidelines for mandatory vaccines, which will conveniently go into effect on January 4th. Why do you think that is there, fellas? Why do you think he put that into effect January 4th? Well, let's figure this out. January 4th is after the November elections we just saw on November 2nd. Well, why wouldn't he put these things into it? We had the vaccines before, correct? Why wouldn't Joe Biden issue a vaccine mandate through OSHA, Occupational Self and Health Administration? Why wouldn't he do that before an election? Oh, that's right. Because he thinks the Virginia and New Jersey elections are bad now. Can you imagine if he would have done the vaccine mandate before? They probably would have wound up losing New Jersey too. So Biden, the coward, rotting bag of bones in the White House. This liar, this liar or significantly cognitively impaired, senile human being didn't do it before the election because he knows you don't want it and he was too cowardly to do it. So he waited for you all to vote, to vote all his idiots out of office. And after you did that, now all of a sudden he decides, okay, we'll do it now to stick it to the people who voted against us. He wants to punish you. He has always wanted to punish you. These people work for us. They are treating us like subjects. When are we going to fight back? What are we waiting for? A lot of you aren't waiting. A lot of you have had the guts to stand up. But for any of you still on the sideline, red lines have already been crossed. It's time to get in this fight right now. So not only did he wait till after the election, but do you notice he delayed it till January 4th? Why not implement it right away? Because Joe Biden knows full well, even though his people are lying, and I'll play this audio video in a minute, Joe Biden knows full well that when they implement this debacle of a policy, people are going to leave their jobs in droves, just like they have been protesting it at airlines and elsewhere. Truckers are going to shut down the country's arteries and lifelines as, as products don't get transported. And he knows the holidays would be a disaster as kids wake up to Christmas trees with no Christmas, no tree, and no presents, or as Rocky called them in a movie, prize. Open your prize. No prizes underneath either. Open your prize. Not going to be any prizes here. So he waited. Figured out. We know we're going to destroy the supply chains, so let's do it after the holidays. Now, you want to see his, again, his disgraceful press secretary? This isn't Saki. This is uh, Karine uh, Jean-Pierre, who is uh, taking over for a like, The lies are seamless, by the way. One Saki lie to the next because Saki uh, was diagnosed with coronavirus, which, again, we don't find funny. But the left finds hilarious every time someone gets sick or even dies from coronavirus because they're sick bastards. That's why. Um, that's why. We don't find that funny. Um, it's not funny at all. So Karine Jean-Pierre has been doing uh, the briefings. Watch her lie seamlessly. So, I mean, I the, the, again, the grifters and the liars on the left, they are so skilled at what they do. Here, she says, oh, don't worry. It's not going to affect the supply chain at all. Truckers and stuff, they're not going to leave their jobs after this vaccine mandate. Nah, no worries at all. As if there's not evidence right in front of their face of the mass civil disobedience going on against us right now. Here, watch the lie. Check this out.
1: How do concerns about the supply chain, the possibility of workers maybe quitting because of these mandates play into that decision and that timing.
0: So, um,
1: I mean, if you're asking, like, if we think the, the, the rules impact supply chain, the answer is no, we don't think that it will. Uh, first of all, vaccine requirements work. We, we have talked about that. We've given examples.
0: There you go. Vaccine requirements work. They do work. They work at getting people fired. Sorry, just in a little bit of a battle with the uh, cat lady again, which is going just great. I'm loving this. She's getting just crushed right now, which is beautiful. Vaccine mandates do work. They get people to leave their job and they've shut down the economy. That's what's leading to inflation because products aren't being produced. But money's being printed to chase products that don't exist because products aren't being produced because people are leaving their job. Folks, they are lying. There is going to be mass economic dislocation as people leave their jobs over these vaccine mandates going forward. Here, they lied again. Here is Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday lying, suggesting somehow they have the authority to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, you have the authority. This government works for you, for you. Consent of the governed is not a campaign slogan. It is the basic operating principle of this great constitutional republic that Biden has now flushed down the toilet and shoved in your face. They don't have the authority to do this. They are making it up. Listen to her lies, again, seamlessly and fluidly about this. Check this out. How confident is the White House? These will hold up in court with a lot of GOP states threatening legal action.
1: So we're pretty we're pretty confident. Uh, The administration clearly has the authority uh, to protect workers and actions announced by the president are designed to save lives and stop spread of covid. Uh, DOJ will be defining these laws.
0: Really? They have the authority for this. Have you seen the authority for this anywhere? Where is the authority for this? Where is the authority in the president's constitutional uh, constitutional duties? Where is the authority to institute a nationwide vaccine mandate? Where is the authority for that? Well, they're making it up, as you can see by this Wall Street Journal op-ed, OSHA's vaccine mandate overkill. The Wall Street Journal has a pretty good piece here describing how they're just making this up completely. They have no authority for this at all. It's based on an OSHA rule. And the OSHA rule, they say, is also a dubious reach of federal power. 24 GOP states' attorneys general have explained in a September letter to uh, to Mr. Biden that OSHA is stretching its authority under the law. Because emergency temporary standards are supposed to be limited to, here, pay very close attention, they're supposed to be limited to grave danger from exposure to substances or agents determined to be toxic or physically harmful or from new hazards. The law deals with work-related hazards. Not all hazards one might encounter anywhere in the world, the Attorney's General wrote. Folks, they're just making this up. They're making this up. They have no authority to do this at all. Thank the Lord some of these uh, Republican attorneys general are standing up. They are making it up. Folks, this is not about the vaccine either. I explained this on Fox News primetime with Rachel Campos-Duffy last night. I've explained it repeatedly on the podcast. If it was about the vaccine, then why these very same vaccines, why were they the subject of the ire of the left, the hack media on the left, Biden, Harris, all these leftist zero losers on social media when Donald Trump uh, and his Operation Warp Speed was building out this uh, vaccine operation. Why did the left endlessly attack then? It's the same vaccines. So if it's the vaccine, why wasn't it about pushing the vaccines when Trump was in office? Because it's not about the vaccine. Please, please. Please, I'm begging you to help me. Give me the voice to get this through to people. This has nothing to do with the vaccines. It has everything to do about controlling you and punishing people who refuse to be controlled. You doubt me? If it was about the vaccines, they would have pushed the vaccines from the start. They only did it when Biden got into office and they saw the vaccine as a vehicle to break you, to show you your body is their body, to break your will. This is about punishing people who refuse to be controlled, me being one of them. You need proof? Here's Karine Jean-Pierre again saying, hey, if you dare defy, we're going to levy punishing fines on your business. This is exactly what we need in economic, uh, the equivalent of an economic recession going on right now. Check this clip out right here. If needed,
1: OSHA can assess fines of thirteen thousand six hundred dollars per violation. OSHA can find an additional thirteen thousand six hundred per day that an employer does not abate if that an employer does not abate the violation. And for willful or serious violation, OSHA can find employers one hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars. So that's how the penalty is going to work here.
0: So the Biden administration wants to fine you one hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars. These people are animals, ladies and gentlemen. They are savages. They are are eager to punish you and destroy you. They will do it. It is time for mass civil disobedience on a scale we haven't seen. They cannot come for all of us at the same time. It's not possible. I spoke to Steve Dace yesterday on my radio show. He made a great point. Elections aren't enough to fix this. Until we get through in the American psyche that is more of us than them and they work for us, that's a fact. That is a fact. And until there is mass civil disobedience in protest for freedom and liberty elsewhere, none of this is going to stop. Make them feel it like the mayor-elect of New York City felt it yesterday when he walked out of this office building and ran into this. Check this out. He said, what a welcome. You're Darn right. That's Eric Adams, the mayor-elect of New York City, walking out to a uh, rather large group of city employees protesting these vaccine mandates. Folks, don't go down quietly here. It's time for us to all disobey. These people work for us. Let's teach them who's in charge. This is our country. Consent to the governed matters, and your consent has been revoked been revoked. Now it's time to show them. Make them feel the heat. This is an anti-scientific, immoral, unethical mandate. It'll affect people, many of whom don't need it, some of whom don't want it. You are in charge of your body. Take it back. So Joe Biden lied again. I'll get to that in a second, too. He lied about the vaccine mandate, as I just showed you. He lied again. It wasn't just the vaccine mandate. He also lied about these payments to illegals. Now he's trying to play the game. Oh, it's just the amount. No, no, it's not the amount. It's the amount for you. For us, it's the idea we're paying people who broke the law. I mean, wait, let me get that straight. Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. And they admitted it yesterday. OK, so the Biden administration lies. We know that or they're lying or Biden doesn't know what's going on. I'm not kidding when I tell you what one of those possibilities is that it may just be due to his, his his senile nature, the fact that he can't control himself anymore. He may legitimately not know what's going on and forget the fact that he lied. So just the other day, Biden answered a question by Peter Ducey, Peter Ducey from Fox asked him about, hey, are we going to pay illegal immigrants four hundred and fifty thousand dollars?" Because they were separated from their kids, like anyone who broke the law, you get to take your kids to jail? Just checking. Joe, I know you've never uh, been to jail, gee, or have you, you've never been. I don't think we, any of us have any been to jail. I don't think I have. I've seen jail sometimes, but you're not allowed to bring your kids. Last time I checked, right? No, 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 kids allowed. It's not no. a kids room. No, okay, it's not a nursery. Okay, thank okay. you. So if you get arrested by breaking law, like illegals did when they entered the country illegally, um, you don't get to bring your kids. Right. So of course that offends the liberal Democrats who want an open border, want to incentivize people to come into the country and bring their kids. So they sued about the separation policy. Separate. Nobody, keep in mind, no one says that about you know, other criminals. It's just illegals because they're a special class of citizens as I said on my Fox show the other day. Yeah, that's right. You're a second class citizen in your own country. You're better off being an illegal alien. You get far more benefits. It's a far better deal. So Biden, when he was asked by Peter Ducey about these $450,000 payments to illegal immigrants being separated from their kids, Biden said, oh no. That's garbage, Peter. It's garbage. Well, does Biden have no idea what he's talking about? Was he peeing himself? I don't know. Was Biden just lying? I don't know. I I, I have no idea. But here's his, again, press secretary. He's making her fourth appearance on the show today. It's a busy uh, press conference yesterday. Here is Karine Jean-Pierre again, acknowledging that Joe Biden lied about that, too, that the reports, in fact, aren't garbage and that the Justice Department is seeking making payments to illegal immigrants. Now, again, proving you are a second class citizen in your own darn country. You are better off being an illegal alien. You'll get very rich. Check this out.
1: President Biden is calling these reports about the administration paying up to $450,000 to illegal immigrants who are separated from family members garbage. He says it's not going to happen. But the ACLU says that it is. So who is right? What are you talking about? The question you asked him yesterday. Yes. So... um, If it saves taxpayer dollars and puts uh, the disastrous history of the previous administration's use of zero tolerance and family separation behind us, the president is perfectly comfortable with the Department of Justice settling with the individuals and families who are currently in litigation with the U.S. government. You know, DOJ can obviously speak more
0: to that process. So it's true. They are going to pay illegal immigrants for entering the country illegally with their kids. And because they had to be detained because they broke the law without their kids. You want their kids in jail, too? Now we're going to pay them for that, which I'm sure Joe will do nothing to incentivize millions of others to come with their kids knowing there's a payday waiting them, too. (laughs) Nothing. It'll do nothing to incentivize that. Just when you think, ladies and gentlemen, this disastrous, grotesque, disgusting administration can't get any worse. They stick it right to you. They kick you right in the balls. This administration doesn't give a damn about you or the country, and I'm telling you, elections are important. They are not it. It is time for disobedience on a mass scale. There is a rich history in this country of standing up for civil liberties and big R, God-given rights, and standing up against those in power. Now is that time for us. We are the new civil libertarians. This is outrageous. You're taking money from economic creators, people who pay taxes and build wealth and prosperity in this country. You are stealing that money from them. You government parasites, better off flushing your money down a toilet. You're giving it to people who have openly broken the law and paying them is an incentive to break more of our laws. Meanwhile, you try to enter the country without your... Uh passport you're going right to jail if you try to walk you'll go right to jail if you're an american citizen you are a second class citizen ladies and gentlemen in your own country these people are lying biden is a liar this is an infuriating administration listen take this anger and rage and don't run from it apply it constructively we can do that Don't apply it like the left does, putting on their pink hats and screaming at the sky, foaming at the mouth like a bunch of children. It is time to organize now. It is time to organize at your job and let your boss know if this vaccine mandate is put into effect, that you and the rest will not comply. It is time now. It is time for your boss to stand up. It is time for people like me who have the ability to help financially, people who've been hurt by this, which I am doing. It is time for all of us to play a role. It's time to take it back. It's time now to get involved. Elections are not going to solve it, but elections are a part of it too. It is time to send a massive message to them in 2022. Don't downplay the effect of that. I get it. Republicans are not going to solve our problems. I said it a thousand times, but Democrats are assuredly the cause of our problems. Now is the time to show them, to show them the problem they really are. Not good enough to talk. Talk is cheap. Time to do. Time to do stuff. Doing matters. Action changes the world, not talk. Folks, the Biden administration are liars. I've now said it twice. He's lying, or he doesn't know what he's doing as he enters the end stages of this senile stage he is in. Lied about the vaccine mandate. He lied about the $450,000 payments. He has also been whispering like the creep sniffer he is pay your fair share, like freaking Reverend Kane from Poltergeist, because he is a weirdo. He is a corrupt weirdo. And what does he keep saying? This is all about making the rich pay their fair share. He's lying again, again. This is not about taxes, like it's not about immigration, like it's not about vaccines. This is about punishing those who dare not comply. So Biden claims it's about paying your fair share with his dopey, silly, senile whisper. Gotta tax the rich. We do? So Americans for Tax Reform picked out an interesting little piece of the social spending bill where the Democrat bill gives a special tax handout to media companies with up to 1,500 local journalists. Although well, this was about, you know, taxing the rich and corporations and stuff. <laughs> No, no, you got to understand, Joe. This is only about taxing the rich and corporations you don't like. Yeah. It's making sure we punish everyone we don't like and hand out little tax gifts to our friends. Tell me again, are these are the principal people in this and we're all missing out? Tell me, explain that to me one more time, please. I thought they wanted to tax the rich. I thought that was their thing, right? We got to tax the rich, make sure we really stick it to the rich. I'm really sorry if you're a liberal sucker who's fallen for this and your whole life is a lie. That you have no principles. But maybe you should read this article in the Wall Street Journal about Nancy Pelosi's salt scheme. And I'm not talking about uh, sodium chloride that you put on your table. That's salt. We're talking about the state and local tax exemption, which overwhelmingly benefits the rich. Now, you'd say to yourself, Nancy Pelosi is supporting a tax that would ultimately benefit the rich? Yeah, yeah, but that can't be, Dan. Nancy Pelosi and, and Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden said they want to tax the rich. No, 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 they don't want to tax the rich. They only want to punish rich people that don't live in blue states that vote for them. The salt deduction benefits the rich. So why do Democrats want to keep it? Well, the Wall Street Journal has a great piece on this. They're hiding it, by the way, right now, because they don't want the media, because they know the media are a bunch of hacks. We don't expect the liberal media to report on this because they're goons and losers. But they don't want conservative media to pick up on the fact that they are giving a huge tax cut to relatively wealthy people in blue states only. Quote, Wall Street Journal. Democrats didn't want to let this salt embarrassment rot in the sun for too long. So they kept salt out of the house ways and means tax measure. Instead, they now stuffed it into a reconciliation bill at the last minute, literally hours before a vote, with no press conference or fanfare, much less a debate. Why'd they do that? Well, I'll explain to you next how the SALT deduction largely benefits the wealthy. And let me be clear. Let me be crystal clear. I stand on my principles. I do not support tax hikes for anyone. The rich, the poor, the middle class? I don't. I'm simply pointing out to you that the left is entirely full of hit with an S in front of it. They do not care about taxing the rich or fair shares. They care about punishing their political opponents and rewarding voters, rich voters, who work for them. Because who does the salt tax exemption benefit? Well, the affluent, as the Wall Street Journal points out. Almost all benefits would go to taxpayers in the top 20% of the income scale. The Penn Wharton modelers estimated that only 9% of taxpayers in the bottom 80% of tax filers would get a tax cut under salt. But some 83% of taxpayers in the top 0.1%, making more than $2.5 million, would get one, averaging $16,195 a year. How do you keep falling for this, man? How are you so dumb on the far left? How are you so stupid to this scam they're pulling? These people lie about everything all the time. Tax the rich. What about the rich and blue? No, not those rich. They vote for us. By the way, who does the state and local tax uh, deduction benefit and why? Well, it benefits people who pay high state and local taxes. Where do people pay high state and local taxes, Joe? In red states or blue states? Blue states. Yeah, that's right, where Joe is up in Maryland. Joe, does Florida have a state income tax? Uh, Let me answer that one for you, too. No, they don't. No state income tax here in Florida. Is there a state income tax in Texas? No, not in Texas either. So Florida and Texas voters don't get this massive tax deduction that goes to wealthy blue state voters who support Democrats. Yes, that's absolutely Sound fair to you? Only if you're a moron. Pelosi herself benefits. Yeah, that's right. Good point, Keith. San Francisco benefits highly from this, that. De- Democrats don't care about that. No, not corrupt at all. Not one bit. All right, let me get to my third sponsor. I'm going to get to the big news of yesterday. And a ira- rat, uh, excuse me, an indictment, important, an indictment of another major spy gay plotter. I'm going to get to that and translate for you what it really means. Interesting, by the way, wouldn't you say, guys? That how many arrests have there been for Russian collusion? I'm uh, mm-hmm. gonna say, mm-hmm. give you a little hint for those watching on Rumble. It's a big goose egg. There have been zero arrests. Donut goose egg. Big fat zero. Yep. Or O, as they say it in phone four one. <laughs> My old number used to be four one zero. It's not O. Joe knows four one zero. Well, it's zero four one. A big O. How many arrests have we now had for the Spygate scandal? Two. So we're two two versus zero. Arrests for collusion, zero. Arrests for setting up Trump for collusion, two. We're doing okay so far. Could do a lot better, but we're doing all right. All right, back to the show. So as I said before, we've now had two indictments for setting up and trying to frame Donald Trump for Russian collusion and zero for collusion itself because it didn't happen, Uh, which shouldn't surprise anyone. By the way, I know the spending bill is going on today. I'm intentionally not discussing it in detail because none of this is going to matter unless Joe Manchin the Democrat on the Senate on, on the Senate side from West Virginia uh, agrees to it and he doesn't agree to a lot of it so I'm just here to tell you that none of this stuff matters until Joe Manchin says it matters on the on the on the uh, Senate side that's why I'm not wasting a lot of your time you'll hear about it all day on cable news here's a procedural vote here's an on why am I- I'm not going to waste your time on it They got to do a vote on the rule first, all this other stuff. None of this is going to pass until Joe Manchin says it's going to pass, period. Discuss it later on my radio show. Well, We'll have, I believe, one of the uh, people who were fired by Cumulus will be a guest in our radio, which should be fascinating. That's going to be great. We love that. So translating for you what the Danchenko indictment yesterday means. So, you know, Donald Trump was framed for colluding with the Russians. That did not happen, the collusion with the Russians, of course. Danchenko, who was indicted yesterday, is alleged to be in the indictment, the primary source for, primary subsource for Christopher Steele. So Christopher Steele writes this dossier. You remember the dossier, right? Trump colluded with the Russians. There's a PP tape out there. That was all Steele's dossier. Steele says he got the information from Danchenko. Danchenko was indicted yesterday on a false, a couple of false statements charges, right? Here's what it really means. There's two possibilities here. I'll tell you where I'm leaning. First, that the Durham investigation is trying to flip Danchenko, Christopher Steele's source, and they want to flip him to dime out other people in the Clinton campaign and this guy, Charles Dolan. That's a possibility. They're trying to flip them. So let me make it even simpler. Uh, And Joe, if this doesn't make sense, please stop me. First explanation, they're arresting Danchenko and indicting Danchenko because they want to flip him to take down the Clinton campaign. That would be awesome. If option number one happens, that would be spectacular. I'm skeptical. Here's option number two. They're indicting and pinching Danchenko. They're gonna say, oh, he lied and duped the FBI and nobody else knew anything. Danchenko's just a liar and wrap it up. Case closed. Danchenko lied. No worries, folks. The FBI was just too dumb to figure it out. No problem at all. Copy. You copy? Yep. It's just two possible scenarios. Let's lay out the first scenario first. That maybe they they indicted Danchenko to get him to flip on who gave him the information because now we know it came from a Clinton public relations executive what we said to you the entire time it's been in my books Spygate follow the money we said this the whole time I feel I don't do you feel vindicated no not at all I feel like this was a total waste of three years we could have go oh, everybody knew this three years ago the media just refused to cover it the information came from a PR executive who had worked with the Clinton campaign the whole time Hillary's team made the whole thing up So John Turley, Jonathan Turley, who's a very competent legal mind, was on Fox yesterday. And here's a quick audio video clip of him leaning towards theory number one, that they may be trying to flip Danchenko into a bigger conspiracy to take down people on the Clinton team. Again, I'm skeptical of this, but check it out.
1: Danchenko doesn't really strike me as an an, an apex uh, target. Uh, he is very useful
0: if you want to proceed higher because he was used as a vehicle, essentially, of getting this information of the dossier. And then dossier was used to get this information to the press. I, I don't know. Again, I'm skeptical. I hope Jonathan's right that the, he, he, you know, Danchenko is just a the middleman. They're using him to say they basically they want Danchenko to say, hey, I got the information from the Clinton team and then go get the Clinton team. I hope that happens. Uh, candidly, again, I'm very skeptical. The people in power never seem to suffer any consequences for any of their malfeasance. But I will make the case either way, because I I feel responsible to give you both sides. Let's say they are doing that. Let's say they are trying to flip Danchenko to take down Team Clinton. They certainly got enough information in the indictment to do it. Here's three quick uh, chunks of the indictment that I think are very interesting. First, Danchenko stated falsely he'd never communicated with a particular U.S.-based individual who was a longtime participant in Democrat Party politics. (laughs) Listen to this, Joe. And was then an executive at a U.S. PR firm about any allegations contained in the company reports. And truth and in fact, as Danchenko well knew, Danchenko sourced one or more specific allegations of the company to this PR executive. Okay, so just follow me here. Again, I'm trying to defend John Turley's thesis that they're using Danchenko to go for a bigger network of Clinton people. They're saying, "Hey, Danchenko got this information from this PR guy. Hold that in your head. Who was this PR guy? We'll get to that in a second. They already acknowledge he was a Democrat guy. Hold that. Here's part two. Why? They're totally may be right, and they may be going after a bigger network. They mentioned kind of out of nowhere here that um, that Fiona Hill was involved. Fiona Hill, of course, was the." Uh, Brookings Institute uh, and, and, and an employee of the Trump administration, by the way, who was heavily involved in the impeachment trial. Remember her? Remember her up there, you know, trying to damn Donald Trump? Well, they mention here that as you'll see from the indictment here that who introduced the PR executive to Danchenko? Think tank employee number one, Fiona Hill who was a big player now in Spygate and the impeachment trial where she testified against Donald Trump about the, uh, you know, the Ukraine hoax. Remember that? What did I tell you in my book, Follow the Money, where I cover Fiona Hill? It's all connected. It's all Spygate, the impeachment hoax. It's all connected. So now we know Fiona Hill, Brookings Institution, is the one who introduced this PR executive to Danchenko. Who was the PR executive? Get a load of this. In addition to his work as a PR professional, the PR executive had served as chairman of a national democratic political organization, state chairman of former president Clinton's 92 and 96 presidential campaigns (laughs) and an advisor to Hillary Clinton's 2008 campaign. Moreover, In or about 1997, President Clinton appointed the PR executive to two four-year terms on an advisory commission at the U.S. State Department. With respect to the 2016 Clinton campaign, PR executive one actively campaigned and participated in calls and events as a volunteer on behalf of Hillary Clinton. Holy Moses. So now we have this PR executive believed to be and alleged by the New York Times and others to be Charles Dolan who worked and was intimately connected to the Clinton campaign, was intimately connected to this connected to the State Department. Remember all those meetings? Christopher Steele had the State Department with the State Department, Who facilitated those? Shrobe Talbot, who worked at the State Department also worked at the Brookings Institution. Remember his brother-in-law Cody Shear? Mm-hmm. Cody Shear produced another dossier as well. Was this all being coordinated by this PR executive who conveniently was a friend of the Clintons, who was feeding it to Christopher Steele? Wouldn't that be incredible? So maybe flipping Danchenko to get to this PR executive to put the squeeze on him to get to the Clinton campaign is what Durham's up to. Again, I'm skeptical, ladies and gentlemen, only because I I, I have not seen anyone in power suffer any accountability for the Spygate debacle. But there is a strong possibility they could be making that case. One other interesting thing is the FBI brought charges through the FISA court charges of collusion in October of 2016. But they didn't interview Danchenko. As we said, Joe, remember the January 2017 interview with the subsource, which we uncovered three years ago in my books? Yeah. Uh, Now we know for a fact that that was an interview of Danchenko. So they went to court in October of 2016, 2016 October, and then only verified Danchenko's information verified, which meant they didn't verify it at all, in January of 2017. Yeah, sounds fair. FBI, Joe robbed the bank. Joe, are we going to investigate that? No, let's get a warrant. We'll investigate it later. Is that how that works? No, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. I told you about the January 2017 meeting three years ago. All right. I want to get to option two, which I'm leaning towards in a moment, too. And I, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. That they may be just locking up Danchenko as a way to wrap this thing up. It's not that I'm skeptical of Durham. I'm just skeptical that the DOJ is going to allow them to do anything. If it starts to move towards Mrs. Clinton. I think Dorum's got his heart in the right place. So that ties up option one. Danchenko, if he can get him to pinch the PR executive and then pinch the Clinton campaign and then pinch Talbot, Shear, and all the rest of them, they would have a huge conspiracy and everybody involved in this would go down. I don't know. I'm skeptical. Let me get to my my last sponsor and I'm gonna get back to the other side of the equation. Something the New York Times said, which leads me to believe they're gonna pinch Danchenko and say, oh, he's just a liar. The FBI fell for it, case closed. You can always go to the New York Times, the intelligence community stenographers to find out where they're gonna go next and I'll tell you why I'm skeptical. Okay, my last point on this Danchenko thing, translating what it means. I'm not sure they're gonna use Danchenko to flip on the Clinton team and get them arrested. I think they're gonna lock him up and say he lied to everyone and it's over and I base it on this. The New York Times, Adam Goldman and Charlie Savage who have been intelligence community stenographers and PP tape hoaxers from the beginning. These are two entirely, completely eviscerated, discredited, nonsensical journalists who should, every time you see an article by them, understand it is pure propaganda written on behalf of the intelligence community trying to cover their ass for spying on Donald Trump. Please understand that. These two have zero credibility or dignity at all. Whatever they write is exactly what the intel community told them to write. You understand? So when you read this in the New York Times, this says to me, They're going to just wrap it up at, oh, Danchenko lied. Quote, Adam Goldman, Charlie Savage, intelligence community stenographers. The analyst, Igor Danchenko, was a primary researcher for claims that went into the so-called Steele dossier, a compendium of rumors and unproven assertions. Oh no, Joe, now there are rumors and unproven assertions suggesting that Mr. Trump, this is hilarious, suggesting that Mr. Trump and his 2016 campaign were compromised by and conspiring with Russian intelligence officials to help him defeat Hillary Clinton. Folks, read between the lines here, please. Please read between the lines. Why is the New York Times now acknowledging, after pumping the PP hoax dossier for four years, why are they now acknowledging, oh, it's just rumors and lies and stuff like that? Because of what I just said. They now know, the New York Times, that they, along with many others, are nailed against the wall Danchenko made it up. He got it from the Clinton team. And now they need an out. So their out's going to be, oh, my bad. Danchenko just lied. I hope I'm wrong. I have faith in in Durham. I have no faith in the Justice Department at all. Disgusting. By the way, on my show this weekend, Unfiltered on Fox, tomorrow night, Saturday, Saturday night, 10 p.m., Saturday. 10 p.m. Don't miss it. I have Shamika Michelle. She is from that, that that my show yesterday. She just unloaded on the 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 race hustling left like we've never seen. She'll be on my show tomorrow. Don't miss that. I got a loaded show for you, unfiltered. Set your DVR. Watch it live tomorrow, Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss it. All right, it's time for questions for Dan. I was going to go to the Fauci thing. Maybe we'll get to that at the end. I'll, I'll motor through these quick. Um, by the way. If you want to submit questions, you can do it on my Locals account. Um, You can either subscribe or there's some stuff there for free as well. Locals, it is exploding. The popularity has gone through the roof since we got involved with Locals. Just download the app, Locals. L-O-C-A-L-S, Locals, common spelling. Download the app in any of the app stores you go to or you can go to Locals.com and you can follow me. I am at D. Bongino. Here are some of the questions they submitted yesterday. Number one, Dan, do you have an idea for a simple or effective lesson for a classroom of fifth graders about the difference between capitalism and communism? Thanks for all you do. I listen every day on my way home from work. It's a K-wise one. Um, I do. I have a great idea for that. So tell them on the next test they take that regardless of their study habits and regardless of what they do, you are going to be equitably distributing grades to everyone. Everyone will in fact be getting a C regardless of correct or incorrect answers and uh, see how the kids respond. Now, of course, the kids who don't want to study, you're going to love it, but the kids who put in the hard work are going to hate it. or are not going to study knowing they're getting a C regardless. And once they get that C and you give that back to them, tell them, yes, uh, this test is irrelevant. We are not going to market on your grades. It's only here to teach you a lesson that you will work for what you feel you'll be rewarded for. And if you feel like you won't be rewarded, you won't work. And that's why people starved under communism. Solve that problem right there. (laughs) You like that idea, Joe? Everyone gets a C (laughs) across the board? Yeah. What do you think? You like it? Good idea,
1: right?
0: Yeah. Sorry. Shouldn't be praising my own ideas. Hey, Dan, have you heard back from the Ford Motor Company? Where do they stand regarding pulling their ads from conservative TV and radio outlets? I'm getting ready to purchase a new truck. Thanks. Woody N-O-84. I haven't. I'm going to have to follow up on that. Ford, they are working with... um, A George Soros operative, the Cat Lady Nardini Jammy, Nandini Jammy. She she spells her own name wrong sometimes, so forgive my confusion. Nandini Jammy, who has been working with now um, Equinox. So, if you're a member of Equinox, I suggest you cancel immediately that gym membership. They work with George Soros operative um, and Antifa supporters. They're working with Nandini Jammy to crush free speech. Equinox. So, I strongly recommend. And I. And by the way, you can see that on the Bongino report. Um, social media feed on Twitter if you need the evidence. Equinox is another one, along with Zipcar. Uh, so remember, where money talks and BS walks. But we haven't heard back from Ford. If we have, I'll update it. I got to check in with Matt on that. Uh, third, how can we contribute to your fund for fired vaccine mandate rebels? I know you didn't ask for anything, but I got nothing else better to do with my money. Bongino junkie. Well, thank you for being a Bongino junkie. We appreciate that. Um, I will be putting the website out soon. It's taking me a little bit to set up because I can't go through GoFundMe because they censor conservatives. So I'm probably just going to build it myself. Having said that, I'm going to start getting some money out the door as soon as possible. My wife's calling the accountant today to see how we can help some of these cumulus people right away. So uh, I'll keep you updated on that. Um, I'm going to prove it to you. Now, I know you don't need it, but I feel a responsibility. I say I'm going to do something to show you I did it, not just talk about it. So uh, I'll let you know when the uh, website comes out, though. So I appreciate that. All right, next. Can you explain what your experience with cancer has done for you emotionally and spiritually? Ah, uh, you know, it's funny. I thought I deleted this one. But all right, well, let's go to it. I had a stroke at 49, but it's been a blessing. A whacked one, but God knew I could handle it. Hard at times now, but I'm committed in ways I wouldn't have been through before. Much love. Stroke thriver. I, I say deleted. I don't mean deleted like it was bad. I just mean... Uh, um. uh you know, I don't like to talk about it too much. It's, it's, uh, I don't want to make the show, you know, it's not like it's, it's not something, I mean, seriously, I don't mean to sound this weird or anything, but because but, but, it's me, I'm only talking about me, okay? Just me specifically. But it's something like, you know, brave about like having cancer. It's a disease. I got it. And we made it through and I'll be all right. And I don't, I feel like if I talk about it too much, it makes me seem like, hey, look at me. I fought something. I didn't fight anything. I got a disease and, you know, Treatments so far, knock on wood, beat it. So, um, that's the reason I don't like to talk about it too much. But it did teach me a couple of valuable lessons. I think the obvious one is that, uh, you know, when you, you have a nine year old daughter and you think to yourself, my gosh, I may not be around to see her, you start living your life with your kids a whole lot different. So, um, I'll leave that one there. Here's another one it says, I noticed you're not wearing the aura ring that rates your sleep. Is your reading so bad you don't even want to know? Watch and pray daily for you, the crew in our country. No, no, I I do wear it. Um, you know, I don't have it on now. I stopped wearing it during the day um, because I really just use it for sleep at night. So, no, my sleep score was an 86 last night, hour and 16 minutes of deep sleep. I do still wear it, and I realize the importance of sleep. I just don't wear it during the day. So it's not a – I didn't give up on it. They have a new one coming out soon, so I'm, so I'm going to upgrade to it. It's a great ring you'll realize the importance of deep sleep. That's why I mentioned that during that Blue Blocks segment. Not a joke. If I sleep eight hours with like a half an hour of deep sleep, I feel like crap. If I sleep six hours and an hour and a half of deep sleep, I feel amazing. Not kidding. Your whole life will change when you start monitoring your sleep patterns. Your whole life. All right, moving on. Quite a while ago, you mentioned you would show us your studio. How about it? Can we see? That's from Butt First Coffee. Yes. I did it for you. It is on my Locals account right now. Download the Locals app today. Here you'll see I just posted it for subscribers. A behind-the-scenes tour of my studio. That is my local account right there. I gave you the whole tour. You can see Guy as well. Uh, locals.com or download the Locals app. Follow me at the Bongino and subscribe. And there you go. Um, it's all there for you right there. Okay, uh, next one. How can someone really spend $154 on a campaign and win? Talking about the truck driver, Ed Doran, in New Jersey. This news in New Jersey is incredible. The answer, ladies and gentlemen, is when you destroy the border, inflate away the value of people's currency, uh, you force them to stick shots in their arms they don't want, uh, Republicans show up. Republicans show up. That's why. All right, last one. Moneyball rule alert. Schumer's standing up there Wednesday saying our voter ID laws keep minorities from being able to vote again. So here's the question. If our laws keep minorities from voting, how is it we have data showing how minorities voted in record numbers? (laughs) S. Hawley Chesser. Yes. Good job. Moneyball rule again. The answer is there is no answer. The Democrats lie all the time. They lie about everything. Minority voter turnout in states with voter ID has been rising, not falling. They're just making the whole. All right, folks, uh, thanks for all the questions. I appreciate it. Please uh, go to Locals, subscribe to my Locals account. There's a lot of free material on there too. So check it out, Locals.com or download the Locals app. We had a great run, massive numbers of downloads. We really appreciate it. It enables me to communicate uh, communicate with you directly on a one-to-one basis. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to see my show tomorrow night. Watch my show Unfiltered, 10 p.m. Eastern time on the Fox News channel. I will see you all on Monday. Good day, sir! You just heard Dan Bongino.